Go talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Hey, brother. Hanging in there, my friend. I'll get your thoughts on the Lions in a moment, but uh, your latest story that I shared this morning uh, from the Wolverine.com that the NCAA's back on campus doing more interviews. What it, What's some of the intel you're hearing? No, they are not, actually. This has been uh, our sources today told us that uh, they will not be on campus this week. They're, they're leaving the kids alone. How nice of them. Oh, right? God, that's, <laughs> a, that's so nice they changed their tune. Uh, why, don't yeah. we, why don't we line up on the biggest game of the year with the holiday week, and why don't we just bus all the kids to Jackson Correctional and let them work out for the game? Yeah, so uh, we don't know if they were planning on it. We know that they've been grilling them for the last 10 days or so. Some of the kids have had attorneys with them. Uh, the line of questioning has been very aggressive in this expedited investigation, which has been really unprecedented and, and pretty much unbelievable. So you've got all the noise, you know, oh, there's the worst is coming. And, you know, we've heard things, Jay Harbaugh's next and this guy's next and so on and so forth. But the sources that we talked to close to the Big Ten and close to Michigan said no other coaches at this point have been implicated. In fact, Chris Partridge wasn't part of the uh, the story other than the fact that he allegedly tried to cover it up. And as we've said many times, the cover up can be worse than the crime, right? So uh, that was certainly the case with him when that was uh, allegedly why he was let go and reportedly and that's exactly uh, what we had heard as well so uh, so they went to Maryland didn't play their A game but uh, you know they were you could tell they were shell shocked Bill you know they lose one of the, another one of their coaches you got all this crap in the media you got guys that had been grilled they had been grilled to tears there were guys in the, in the locker room that were crying you know and thinking hey man uh you know, the line of questioning, uh, it was, you know, and they talk all about the student-athletes, right? Well, we don't want to harm the student-athletes. I can't remember a, another situation in which the student-athletes have been more harmed by any of this. So, and yet they still continue to win. Now they've got an epic possibility on Saturday of, of going out and beating their rival and going to a third straight Big Ten championship game. And, boy, a lot of pressure for both teams in that one. Chris Ballas of the Wolverines.com joining, joining us on the Metro uh, roast umber uh, coffee guest line. Uh, I was just looking at uh, one of the stories from Anthony Broom about JJ saying he was hurt last week and kind of powered through yep. it because uh, a lot of us watched JJ Saturday and said, what in the heck is going on with him the last two yep. weeks? Yeah, and we reported actually before the game that he wasn't going to be 100%. In fact, he was closer to not playing than some people um, really knew uh, based on what had happened a week before at Penn State. He suffered an injury in that game, and uh, it was really a pain tolerance thing, not a structural thing uh, to do with the leg, and we won't go into any more detail on that. But he powered through it, and you could see it before the game when he was warming up that uh, something was wrong, that something was off. And, uh, you know, when you got that kind of pain and you can't move as well and you're thinking about it, uh, you know, what he was off, uh, plain and simple. He didn't have a great game. But uh, when guys power through like that, uh, it's pretty impressive, and, and their teammates realize that they know it now. That's one. Number two, their offensive line's got to be better in protecting this kid because they have not been good enough the last two or three games. And they had a shakeup last week because Ladarius Henderson was hurt at left tackle. So Miles Hinton was in there. He goes down. Carson Barnhart goes to left tackle. Uh, it sounds like Henderson will be back. In fact, we heard during the game, before the game, that it was more of a precautionary thing. They expect him back. And then Barnhart will be at right tackle next week as well. But uh, they've got to do a better job of keeping him clean because even though he hasn't been sacked a ton this year, Bill, he's been getting hit too much, and that needs to be cleaned up. Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com joining us, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee uh, guest line. 
Uh, Harbaugh, I did see your story at the Wolverine.com. Harbaugh dodged yeah. the question about his relationship with Ryan Day. Yeah. Yeah, they think, I'm telling you, uh, I've said it, and you and I talked about this last week. They strongly believe that Ohio State is behind this, and there's more and more leaking out. There's a, a, an investigative firm in, in uh, southeast Michigan that had an Ohio State coach's name in it that was established in 2021 out of New Hampshire. Uh, they still have a branch there, and uh, it's it's you're starting to see it on Twitter a little bit more and, and more and more leaking out. Michigan is following up on this, and they believe it. Now, it doesn't change the way that, it, that things are approached by the NCAA or by the Big Ten. Uh, they don't care where they're getting their information. But, uh, you know, just the fact that you're hiring a private investigator to – to look at your rival. And this is a program that had, I think, a record number of violations just a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, if you if you hire a private investigator to, to look into any football program at any powerhouse bill, you're going to find a lot. And I'm telling you, you're going to find a lot more than sign stealing at some of these programs. So if they can prove that, and I can, again, I can promise you, and what I reported was Michigan believes that, um, then you know what it, the, the hypocrisy is unbelievable. But uh, there's a lot of pressure on Ryan Day in this game, Bill. Let's be honest. You know this guy. If he goes 0-3 against Michigan, now you've got a an interim head coach that you have to beat, and uh, it's uh, you've got you've got a team that has got an interim linebackers coach now. Um, there's a lot on the line for him. There's no question. Now they've switched the narrative, right? It's gone from Ryan Day is can't beat Michigan to oh Michigan must have cheated. So, all right, put up a shut-up time here, and you've got a quarterback here who I'm not sure is ready for prime time in this game and Kyle McCord. So it's going to be fascinating theater on Saturday. When you line up the game, and I was going through uh, units, positions, players, stars, there's obviously Marvin Harrison Jr., best receiver uh, in college yeah. football. The Ohio State defense has been their story all year. Nobody's been able to really take advantage of the Ohio State defense. Uh, Henderson coming back is big. Uh, I think it's pretty simple to look that J.J., and he said he was feeling better today at the weekly presser, but just like it was last year, I, and, and then because when J.J.'s going, it opens up the running game. I think he needs, it's you know the obvious statement of the year, he needs a big game Saturday for Michigan to win uh, the East and get back to the Big Ten title. Yeah. He does, and, and and again, who have they played? Just like Michigan, right? They played Notre Dame, uh, which is a solid team, not great. Uh, everybody talks about who has Michigan played, who hasn't Michigan played. Strength of schedules are, are really similar here, and uh, and Ohio State has not played an offense like Michigan's that has really not clicked on all cylinders for a few weeks now. And again, they've had some guys banged up. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw a little more Kalel Mullings on Saturday. Uh, he looked fresh on his, on his few carries against Maryland and uh, he's a good hard runner it wouldn't it wouldn't stun me I think uh, the the, the Running game still isn't where it needs to be, but I still think Michigan is going to be able to run a little bit more on this team. And we've seen the past few years, there have been some wrinkles in there in the run game and some of the ways they approach things. One thing I am pretty sure of is that you're not going to see Ohio State be as aggressive as they were last year. And, uh, you know, they can talk about all oh, the five plays. It was only five plays that beat us. And, you know, they got beaten some blitzes and things like that. But um, I guarantee you that this will look probably much more like a 1980s Michigan-Ohio State game where you've got 
a lot of runs uh, here. Travion Henderson for Ohio State's a good running back. They're going to want to run the ball a little bit more. There's no C.J. Stroud uh, behind center there. So uh, it's going to probably come down to who runs the ball better. And Michigan still believes, I think, that they can run the ball on these guys. So we're going to find out how good this defense really is. And uh, But it's going to come down to J.J. McCarthy as well with his legs. And that's why it's so important that he's healthy. Because remember last year in the second half, they really started opening things up in the offense when he was starting to run the ball a little bit and keep him off balance. And that opened some things up for Donovan Edwards. So I would expect that to be a heavy part of the game plan as well. Uh, why the struggles last two weeks? Obviously, competition at Penn State, a really solid defensive unit. Maryland will find those halves or three quarters of a game where they really look good. And in other games, you're like, what is going on with this team? So we, we did get word of that injury to J.J. that nobody knew about. Yep. And how much has all this affected? You mentioned players crying in the locker room. And I, yes. I think with it every day, they have Twitter, Facebook, all the social networks. It has to wear on this Michigan football team because they didn't do anything to deserve this. No, and you could see it in their eyes after the game. You know, they, here it is, the biggest game of the year, and it was a, almost a relief that it was over against Maryland, you know, and they're missing a couple of their coaches. One of their coaches just got fired, and you've got all the rumors of, oh, the worst is yet to come. They're still making a big deal about this Matt Weiss thing and all the FBI. That was a personal matter that had nothing to do with football, but you've got every talking head in America saying, oh, the worst is yet to come, and when the FBI is involved, so on and so forth. Oh, Again, that, that had nothing to do. It's like, you know what? These kids hear it though, and they don't know what to expect, especially when you get a coach fired on a, on a Friday so before a football game, and then you're taken off, and then the week before, Bill, they were waiting until 11.30 to see if their coach was going to be able to play, and they go out to Penn State and they kick their butt. That was really more like a 24-9 to game. You know, they, a couple things that happened at the end of that game, a, a penalty on a play that didn't even count, uh, and, and, and an overturned interception. Michigan dominated that football game, and they did what they needed to win. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be some of that, but now, uh, and what I wrote today, I said, you know what, there's that relief that, okay, here we are, it's it's Thanksgiving week, uh, nobody's questioning us, we, you know, there's, the NCAA has told our sources at Michigan that, okay, you know, it's going to be at least a couple weeks or whatever, how nice of them, you know, that they're not going to bother them, and, and they get to just concentrate on their schoolwork and then Ohio State, and I think that's really going to motivate these guys. I would expect a better offensive showing on Saturday. Yeah, J.J. has a good game. Uh, when he's throwing the ball, it opens up the running game. It's really football 101. The place is going to be insane. Uh, I'll be down there 9 until noon at 327 East Hoover at the tailgate lot there with a big party Soren Eagle is putting on. And then I'll be at the lot on Friday previewing Michigan and Ohio State. So if you're in the Ann Arbor area Friday night or Saturday morning, Lomas Brown will be hanging out with me 9 until noon at that Soaring Eagle huge tailgate bash there at 327 East Hoover. And if you want to win a pair of tickets to Michigan-Ohio State, courtesy of Soaring Eagle and the Michigan Sports Network, text TAILGATE to 21000. That's TAILGATE to 21000. Drawing on Friday at the end of the show. No matter where you're listening across Michigan, the tickets will be sent to you via email. So you'll get the e-ticket. One winner will get two tickets to the game. You'll be inside the big house. Text tailgate to 21,000 if you are 21 and up. All right, uh, final score prediction, Chris? 
Yeah, it's a toughie, man. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh matters. Uh, that's what people don't realize. And, uh, you know, why did they struggle against Maryland? There was some sequencing and, and the play calling as well that was odd that uh, we haven't seen all year. And uh, long story short, I think this is going to be a fourth quarter game that could go either way. Right now I've got 23-20 Michigan, and I'm going to reevaluate that at the end of the week. Uh, excuse me, when the reevaluation is done, we'll check in with Chris Ballas for his reevaluation. We'll see if there are any hanging chads, Bill. All right, well, you tell your parents I said hello uh, back here on the west side of the state and enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. And you, I love you, brother. Thanks for having me.